الحب تسبقنا إليها وتنثور وردانا من مقلتيها يرفرف سعدنا في كل درب فيبتهل السنة الطافي عليها Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Beautiful Sunday morning, alhamdulillah, with myself, Raji Davazi. And of course, our technician doing duty, that is Faldi Fandalili. And as usual, on a Sunday morning, this time at half past 11 until 1 o'clock, we have the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. Unfortunately, Molina Sabar is not in the studio, but we have Molina online. And we welcome Molina. Molina, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum assalamu warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And assalamu alaikum to the listeners as well. Yes, indeed. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it uh, to the studio, but Alhamdulillah, we always try to, uh, you know, accommodate where we can. So yes, we have modern technology and we've got the telephone. So yes, why not use it? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Molina. As we say, what a beautiful Sunday. Alhamdulillah. Let's say, make hay while the sun shine. Yes, indeed, indeed. It's like a doctor. Alhamdulillah. It's a bit full when you work. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, thank you for Allah because more of the interview has been complained with the Raji. Yeah, as we speak, the Vierberg Molina said, Wednesday and Donderdag had to be a good ja <laughs> 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 En Allah moet verlag allemaal hulle peine, inshallah. En Allah moet vergeet dat Sheikh Rego wat samen met ons terecht kan wees. Because zonder Sheikh's keel, dan gaat ons die kan benefit van Sheikh nie. So inshallah, taal aan Allah van Sheikh vergeet verlichting vir die keel, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. Maulina is gewoonlik aan het Sunday morning, we have a few 10 minutes or so for Nasiha, inshallah. And then after the 12 o'clock news, and then after we will open the lines for any questions, our SMS line is 47913, inshallah. Maulina, over to you, inshallah. Inshallah, shukran taraji. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi wahda wa salatu wa salamu ala malla nabiya ba'da amma ba'd. Yes, indeed, alhamdulillah, we shukran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has just taken us out of a month in which we either have benefited maximally or we have lost completely. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us maximum benefit for the month of Ramadan. We must remember that this month is such an auspicious month. It is in this particular month two major things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this ummah. The one thing is Shahu Ramadan al-Nadi unzila fihi al-Quran. That this month of Ramadan, and you mustn't forget, it is not as if it happened six months ago. It happened two weeks ago. Mm. That this month of Ramadan uh, left us and said goodbye. This particular uh, year's Ramadan said goodbye forever. If we've messed up, we've messed up forever. That Allah grant us khair. Mm. So in this month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this the month of in which the Quran was revealed. This is the one thing that Allah has given this ummah. What is this Quran? This Quran, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to reveal this Quran on the mountains, the mountains would have crushed out of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the, the mountains would have, would have been crumbled. This is this Quran that Allah has given the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this, this Quran, this heavy Quran, this, this, this Quran 
this Furqan, this guidance, Hudallinas, uh, this is what this Quran is. Hudallinas, Wabaygilat, and it is a means of differentiating for whatever mean, whatever it is that is confronting us, this Quran is there for us. Whatever matters we differ in, that whatever matters it is that we need to, 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 to decipher and decide on, I turn this matter to the book of Allah and the Nabi Muhammad This is this Quran. And so this we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have given us maximum benefit of Quran. But then also Allah has given us Laylatul Qadr khayru min alfi shahr. In this particular month, Allah has also granted us this beautiful gift. This gift that has not been granted to any other ummah. This gift in which you and I, my dear respected friends, we, can, we could have benefited the ibadah of approximately 83 years and 4 months. 1,000 months. In al shahr this, this night is more auspicious in virtue than 1,000 months. This is what Allah has given us during this month, my friends. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has increased our risk because Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, this is shahrun mubarak. This is a month in which the, the, the barakah increases. We could see this. Yeah. And this is a month in which we were soft-hearted and, and, and we were generous and we were, we were patient. We, 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 we had sabr with our spouses and with our friends and our neighbors and the family. And we had sabr with the poor people, sympathy with the poor, in fact. And we didn't care whether it was friend or foe, you understand. We used to send to our neighbors and we used to send to our friends and our family members. We used to send the cookies and the pies and the dulces and the samosas. And more than that, we used to sacrifice every single night, alhamdulillah. We used to stand in taraweeh, 20 rakat, listening to the Holy Quran. My dear listeners and my dear friends, is that all gone now? Is the generosity gone? Is the sympathy for the poor people gone? Is the sabr that we had, is it gone? Are we not going to continue with this? For indeed, if that is the case, that we're not going to continue with the sabr and the, and the generosity and the sympathy, and we're not going to continue with the beautiful people that we were and the beautiful akhlaq that we had in the month of Ramadan. We, we controlled our tongues, we controlled our eyes, and we controlled our ears. Mm. We controlled our thoughts and our hearts and our intentions. If indeed it is going to stop, my friends, then I ask myself, what have you done that is not correct in this month of Ramadan? Something must be wrong, because if I cannot continue, there's nothing wrong with the month of Ramadan. Why is there nothing wrong with the month of Ramadan? Because there's nothing wrong with the rub of the month of Ramadan. Ramadan is as perfect as its rub. Ramadan is as complete as its rub. So there's something wrong with me as an individual. So I dan moet ik mezelf laten check. Ik moet mezelf laten check. Ik moet mezelf laten mantra of iets. Why? 
because it's my Iman that sucks. Yeah. As I want to take the credit in the name of Ramadan, but Allah has promised that I will take the taqwa as I will take the taqwa. And so this is what the radio listeners is, but also reminder. The Sahaba, radiallahu anhum, had for Allah asked, to the six months after the name of Ramadan, Allah gefra, ya Allah, Rabbana taqabbal minna siyamana. O Allah, O onze Lord, alvaar van ons, onze poase, en die maan van Ramadan. Wat ons gaan maak het. Nou, ek het iemand van Allah vraag, O Allah, alvaar van ons, onze poase, wat ons gaan poase, en die maan van Ramadan. O Allah, alvaar van ons, onze goeie dade, wat ons gaan doen, en die maan van Ramadan. O Allah, alvaar onze sadaka, wat ons gaan geer, en die maan van Ramadan. En ek vraag dat die luisteraars moet allemaal tezamen sê amin, sê amin, sê amin, ga hier die luisteraars, hoekom? Because ons van Allah vrouw te aanvaar, because as Allah die gaat aanvaar ons een goeie daad nie, dan gaat ons wies verloor op die dag van Qiyama. Ons vrouw van Allah om te aanvaar die tarawih wat ons gaan maak het, die aane, en ons gaan sacrifice en gaan staan, dat die voet op die opgaswelle toek even, wat alhamdulillah we made it through as to you today. Ons vrouw van Allah om te accept allemaal die koekies dat ons gaan stuur het, vir die neighbors en vir die biete, soos die oomense gaan sêt vir die biete, vir allemaal die koekies gaan stuur vir die biete, ons vraag vir Allah om die te accept, inshallah. Ons vraag vir Allah om te accept die Koran, Batja, wat ons gaan maak het, som van ons het miskien die gatam klaga, Batja, en som van ons het miskien die kaasa krim klaar te maak die gatam nie, dat mag Allah vir ons beloon vir die, wat even budget is, wat ons gaan Batja het, en die maan van Ramadan, mag Allah accept van ons die, inshallah. Met dit dan, luisteraars, inshallah, die ding ons moet oog gaan naar Bata Raji nou, mag Allah aanvaar ons het poasa, inshallah, Allah ma amin. Shukran Mulana for Nasiha. We need to go for a commercial break. When we come back, we'll continue. Stay tuned. The voice. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Online. We have uh, Mulana Sabri Davids, who is the Imam of Majlul Thani in Rockland. Alhamdulillah. Unfortunately, Imam is not in studio, but we have Imam online. And you can send your SMSs on the uh, SMS line 47913. Of course, Molina spoke about the Ramadan. We just finished Ramadan two weeks ago. And uh, as Molina correctly said, the Ramadan is over, alhamdulillah, but the prayer isn't. Ramadan is over, Molina, but fasting isn't. Ramadan is over, but reading the Quran isn't. And Ramadan is over, but lowering your gaze isn't. And Ramadan is over, but refraining from backbiting isn't just because Ramadan is over. And doesn't mean everything we practice during Ramadan is over. May our fast be rewarded, inshallah. Amen. And our prayers accepted, inshallah, Mawlana. Amen, inshallah. Allah, amen. Allah, accept, inshallah. Well, Butaraji, I, I, I don't know if Butaraji held on to those previous questions that we didn't answer. Mm-hmm. If we can perhaps start the program with those, inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah, Mulana, I've got a question here yeah, um, the, from the... Uh, okay, the first question that came through. Is it right for a mother-in-law to still consider her son's ex-wife as her daughter-in-law and she rejects his wife that yes, now even though the the more... She, let me just repeat it again. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Is it right for a mother-in-law to still consider her son's ex-wife as a daughter-in-law. And she rejects his wife that he has now even uh, more of the ex-wife who also visit there regularly. Shukran. 
Is that the complete question, Butaraji? Yeah, so yeah, okay. yeah, let's complete the question, Molina, because uh, apparently this uh, person is married again, and the mother does more to the ex-wife, the son's ex-wife, as he never for no. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. I think we had something similar to this yes, before, yes. and this is how we responded. The first thing that we mentioned is that the relationship between the ex-wife mm-hmm. and the mother-in-law may be over a period of time. Has, was fortified and strengthened. So what the listener needs to understand, or what the questioner needs to understand, is that that relationship was built over a number of either months or years even. Okay? okay. So hence there was a, maybe a good relationship between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. So that relationship we've got no right to comment on. Except to say, may Allah keep that relationship. Because so often when the, when the person is divorced or talaq from the husband or the wife, then the family has family. Mm-hmm. So we need to shukar Allah that there is still a good relationship between the ex and the mother-in-law. Shukar Allah for that. However, she has no right because by all standards, if the daughter-in-law has been talaqed, then by all standards, she's talak. She, there's no re- marital relationship between between her and the family. So hence, it is not correct to disregard the new wife as the daughter-in-law and uh, regard the old wife still as my daughter-in-law. But what does she refer to then? What does she refer to her as? I say very messy, this may say someone of altitude for immense say this my school daughter. Maybe in her heart, she doesn't regard her as the school daughter. But maybe in a manner of speaking, so that people can know who she's dealing with or talking about, or you know who she's referring to, that she's in need is my schoondochter. Maybe that is the case that is happening there. Then also the the new daughter-in-law shouldn't feel threatened in any way. So whether the mama accept or not accept, she must work at that, inshallah. Because the mama is change as the kind. Because the mama is set in her ways. So what she needs to do, she needs to continue with her kindness. She needs to continue with her generosity and, and, and her, you know, good behavior towards the mother-in-law. Allah will grant softness in the heart of the mother-in-law. She must also not fight and strive and struggle to, to make herself become the favorite. She must remember she's the new kid on the block. And it will take time, as it did with the first daughter-in-law, it will take time for the mother-in-law to, to, to have a good relationship with her. But to blatantly say that she's not the daughter-in-law, that is incorrect. But uh, like I said, that doesn't solve the problem. So what I would suggest that the sister does, or the person, the questioner does, I would suggest that the person, number one, continues just to be a good wife. Just be a good wife. By virtue of that good action, you never know what ripple effect it can have. We must remember, Bhutaraji, if you have a, a huge pond, and you throw a small little pebble yeah. in the center of the pond, or even on this side of the pond, mm. the ruffle effect will reach the other, the other side of the pond. Correct. So by the same token, she must just continue being a good wife. That goodness will rub off onto the mother, and then she will learn over time to accept that this is my son's wife now, yes. and that she has to have a good relationship with her. Sure. I also don't think that she should uh, stress too much over whether acceptance is that doesn't come overnight. Acceptance comes over time. And so, inshallah, given enough time, uh, she will accept her as the daughter-in-law, inshallah. Uh, next question, Molina. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, Molina. My mom has passed away over three weeks now. 
my brother is disrespectful towards my father and myself. He doesn't contribute anything towards nothing. Please advise. Bismillah rahman rahim Many listeners might disagree with me on this. I'm prepared to take the flag for what I'm going to say, but I'm also going to have to say it. There's something called uh, tough love. There's something called tough love, and tough love is in the face of such adversity and such issues, then sometimes it might be better to put that person out of the house. If it's your autistic care only, Mahallah from Hidayah for Khan, inshallah. And may Allah for such a geerde and geliefde and revered and honorable mother, may Allah grant a Jannah to Fidus. But you must also remember that the title for the Jannah is now Alta Chifadr. The title for the Jannah is now Alta Chifadr. And I only think that my mama is not going to make me be able to do it. I must not think for a moment. Because I must not think for a moment. Because I must not think for a moment. Because I must not think for a moment. So I must not think that his father. Het deed zo'n grote rol in zijn leven als zijn moeder. Zo wat ik zal zeggen, Jezus, hij heeft een roundtable en dat hij oud genoeg is. En als hij niet wil contributen, als hij oud genoeg is en groot genoeg is met hem met deze maat dat hij nou zo praat. Maar goeie met je, hij zit. Ik kan het leven met je, je leven daar zo, dan kan ik en Boeja moeten liefde en vrede leven. En Boeja moet Boeja zijn voet neerzet. Boeja moet Boeja zijn voet neerzet. En we zien, weet je wat, ik is met je vader, Jezus, met je vader niet. Ik is je pa, Jezus, je kind. Al is jou, al is jy gris hare, en al is jou baat so lang soos jy, tot op die grond, waar even, en al is jy duizend kinders, jy is nog altyd my kind, ek is jou pa, en jy nie doen vir my te respect, en as jy nie wil respect nie, daar is jy voordeel, en as jy nie by die voordeel wil uitloop nie, daar is jy achterdeel, en as jy nie by die achterdeel wil uitloop nie, sal ek vir jou by die venste, maar jy gaat vir my respect, en ek dink nie een keer, is genoeg, dat sal die realise, ja Allah, Misschien ik was verkeerd geweest, you know. Maar gaan we voor die daar even gaan, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. Molina, we need to go for the news at 12. But uh, I would give me the question that just came through. Maybe after the news, Molina can answer this question, inshallah. They say, Assalamu alaikum, Molina. It's my first Ramadan without my mother. Loved her so much. She used to eat uh, she used to eat Eid by me. She's not a Muslim. Can I go to a grave like we go to the Kuba Shukran? On that note, Mawlana, we need to go for a news break. We'll be back and stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In your program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Online, we have Maulana Sabri Davids, who is the Imam of Majidul Thani in Rakhlan, alhamdulillah. Just before the news, a question came through, Maulana, and this is the question. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum, Maulana. It's my first Ramadan without my mother. I loved her so much. She used to eat eat by me, and she's not a Muslim. Can I go to her grave like we go to Kubus? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I think uh, this is in fact the question I said I was going to research yes. mm-hmm. uh, in an earlier program. Uh, there are there are uh, certain basics when it comes to visitation of the graveyard. There are sometimes, uh, you know, we we are we we are told that we are not allowed to 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 visit the graves of non-Muslims. Okay. But uh, I, I did make uh, research, and specifically I want to refer to the input uh, that Mufti Ibrahim Smith gave me. 
uh, did discuss the matter with Mufti Ibrahim uh, from Darul Ifta, Western Cape. And uh, Mufti Ibrahim mentions that uh, in, in, in the Kitab of Imam Muslim, Rahimahullah, permissibility is given to the Prophet وسلم, to visit the grave of his honorable mother. Now we know at the time that the honorable mother of Nabi Muhammad وسلم, uh, passed on uh, when, in, in, you know, when he was still uh, very young. So uh, indeed, uh, we're not going to discuss the matter of her Islam or not, but we're simply going to say that uh, there, there, there might have been no shahada, and hence he was given that permissibility uh, to, to, to visit the grave. Um, there are other views, of course, that it is not permissible to visit the grave of a non-Muslim. Either way, if we do visit the grave, first of all, we must understand that whether it's Eid or not Eid, it cuts no eyes. It doesn't matter when you visit the grave. So the, 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 the Eid story is of no consequence or of no relevance really to the, to the question um, that's on the table. Um, the, uh, the, the important aspect is that if we, were, if we were to visit, number one, we know that it is impermissible, it's not permissible to make dua for a uh, kafir or non-Muslim relative after the person has passed on. That is the first aspect. The second aspect is that we cannot participate in any ibadat uh, that uh, of, of the of the of the kafir uh, relative, uh, whether it's uh, you know uh, from other faiths, uh, true faiths, or whether it's from other. Uh, uh, when I say true faiths, I mean those faiths who have uh, believe in one God, uh, or whether it's from those other faiths that, 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 that you know from mushrikeen, yani those who ascribe powers to Allah, such as Buddhism and, 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 and Hinduism and all these other faiths. We are not allowed to participate in any of the rituals or ibadat or any of the worship uh, procedures of worship. Nor are we allowed to make dua for a dead uh, non-Muslim relative after, or, or person for that matter after he or she has passed on. And also uh, the permissibility of visiting the grave is given. Um, there, but there's a different, uh, difference of opinion also. Um, one verse of the Quran says, Allah subhanahu wa says that do not stand you know, by the qubur. But uh, at the best, uh, you know, we can understand, and, and this is what I want to also say, that we can understand the, 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 the tender feeling that this person has on Eid for his mother. Mm. And, uh, and, uh, and um, sadly, his mother has left this dunya in a state of uh, disbelief, and that is not his fault. Yes. And uh, suffice to then tell him that uh, Allah grant you the sabr, my brother, Amen. Uh, for having lost your mother. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and your family members uh, the understanding that, uh, that we will be lost forever if we leave this dunya in a state of disbelief uh, towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shukran, Molina. Next question from the number 8497. My in-laws say wife must look for work as two-year-old girl. And that's it. Um, I, my my in-law, yeah. yeah, I say my in-law say the wife must look for a work and she has a two-year-old girl. Doesn't think about the husband or nothing. Yeah, the, the Indians mm. have a very, very uh, cockeyed understanding of deen mm-hmm. and the rights of the wife. If they if they insist that she must go find work, they, they don't understand what is the what is the the, the, the role and the obligations of, of of the family member of the husband. The role and obligation of the husband is nafaka. Nafaka is not the role and the obligation of the wife. Yeah. Nafaka is the role and the obligation of the husband. That's number one. Number two, what we need to understand is in our uh, day and age, it is sometimes it is sometimes necessary that the wife may need to assist the husband financially. If they have an agreement between the two of them, no problem. 
if they have an agreement between the two of them, no problem. But no other party, including the parents of the husband, including the sisters and brothers and siblings and aunties and uncles and nephews and nephews, nobody has the right to force or coerce uh, or urge the wife to find a job in any way whatsoever. If she feels she does not want to work, then she has got all the right to remain at home. And if the husband, very important, if the husband is not satisfied that she must be at home, and if her force for to work, then she has a right to fashkonikah simply because he is not fulfilling his duty or he wants her to fulfill his duty of nafaka. Nobody can force her. So indeed, they are completely wrong, and she must be stated as such. And they can—it's uh, it, a common fact that indeed that um, that nafaka uh, is the husband's responsibility. So they have no right to force her. Shukran Olana. If you just join us, we're in the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. Online, we have Molana Sabri Davids, and of course, our SMS line is four seven nine one three. Molanda, next question from the number 5272. Salam, I just want to know if a father does not have respect for a son and swears at him, what can the son do? Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim The son can do nothing. The son must just continue being the son. The son must just continue being respectful to his father. The son must just continue being submissive to his father. However, you should also and can also and may also and perhaps you must also remind the father with words of kindness, words of goodness, words of sabr, that Ya Abi, O Ya Abati, O my beloved father, O my, 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 you know, my, 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 my esteemed father, O my revered father, uh, you know, that you are swearing at me and, and, and you are using words that are not such kind words and you are using harsh words. And it is not correct for a Muslim to speak in this way. Mm-hmm. But with respect, dignity, and honor. Because it was, in fact, Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salam, that, uh, that reminded his father in the face of the, uh, his father having been the, the, the manufacturer of the idols. He spoke in a respectful way to his father. He said, Ya Abati. And also, you know, the, um, uh, 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 when Nabi Ibrahim salam was on the on route to slaughter his son Nabi Ismail salam, as he saw in the dream, he should do. Nabi Ismail salam addressed his father as Ya Abati, Oh, my respected, revered, and honored father. And this is the way that the child should speak to the parent, not in a rude way or a disrespectful way. However, I must reiterate and I must emphasize that irrespective of whether your father speaks in this way to you, you still have the obligation of giving him the necessary and due respect. And you still have the obligation of being submissive to him because he still is your father. Mm-hmm. Shukran Molina. Next question. Assalamu alaikum. My wife keeps accusing me of looking at other women. I have spoken to her parents numerous times and lately she is talking along the lines of divorce. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim If she accuses the man... Right. And she also she, said, uh, Molina, let me continue, we have been for counseling also. Okay. In, the, in, the, in that particular instance, and I think she's taking her jealousy maybe to a, to a different level. You know, I'm a Taraji, I'm old school. Yeah. Where there's no jealousy, there's no love. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Mm. And when the heart will desire, Bittaraji, or Zitwas, as the heart is for lung for, then the heart goes, to the body will go for it. So may Allah save us. And where does it start? With Rabdul Basar. If the lady's accusation is unfounded, she's got no right to accuse him falsely like that. And she needs to be told that by an alim. Maybe the counselor that counseled him was an alim. Maybe the, they should also go for counseling to an alim so that the alim can explain to her what is it, uh, you know, the difficulty and the heaviness of falsely accusing your Muslim brother or sister. Inshallah. Molina say wives are like electricity. If handled with care, they will light up your life. But if you mishandle them, they will give you shocks throughout your life. Yeah, Allah. <laughs> On that note, we need to go for a commercial break. Well, that was a good one. It was a good one. It was a good one. Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Alhamdulillah Online We have Molina Asabari Davids And who is the Imam of uh, Masjid Al-Thani Rocklands How are you giving back this Mandala Day? ProCarter is a newly established secure online at www.procarter.com that offers consumers a wide range of quality departmental products at competitive prices. For every successful sales order over 100 rand, excluding delivery cost, placed on ProCarter.com, we will donate 5 rand to Muslim hands from Friday the 15th to Monday the 18th of July. Also, our Monday Madness sale will include 67 minutes of clearance price sale on over 250 of our products between 11.30 a.m. and 12.37 p.m. Start your shopping spree today from the convenience of your computer and also give back to Muslim hands. Visit www.procarter.com. Welcome to, back to the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Online. We have Molina Asabri Davids. Of course, our SMS line is 47913. Molina, just before the commercial break, um, yes, what I said was uh, wives are like electricity. Is it true, Molina? If you mishandle them, they will give you shocks throughout your life. Alhamdulillah. And I always mention this, Bhutaraji, that if the secret has happened in your past, especially when it's couples that uh, that might have, uh, you know, had second marriages or first marriages before, what you don't need to reveal, if Allah has kept the secret, then I'll the secret. Yeah. 
baie belangrik met haar aansie, ons is swak geit, of ons is swak dade, of ons is slechte dade, we must remember that ons, ons relationship met ons Allah, mm-hmm. is between ons en ons Allah. My partner hoef nie te weet, dat daar sikere iets is wat gebeur het in my leven nie, en Allah het het vir my vergewe nie, en Allah het geconsiel nie, as Allah het geconsiel het, my partner het die, die absolute recht om het te weet nie, if I choose to tell my partner, kiek jy so, ek het so ietsie aangevang, en my jong daar, ek was onnoeslik kan wees, en ek was stupid kan wees, en jy weet ek was jong kan wees, as ek voel het wil vir my partner sê, sê het, yes. however, as Allah het geconsiel het, dan is het ook maar bitter om het te conceal, because wat gebeur die eerste argument, is die beste argument, hey, jy was die gewees, en jy was die gewees, en ek weet die van jou, en ek weet die van jou, dan kom het uit in die argument, en die sê dit, wat ons het nie wil hees, want ek kom nie, dan gooi die paard uit, voor die ander paard is een kop, so, ons moet het, wees een gentle balance, we have to strike a balance, those things which our partner absolutely needs to know, for example, Bittaraji, at ek, at ek, if I fathered a child in my past, Daar moet my partner mis weet. Yes. Maar ek nou miskien een skryf gaat terecht het van die boom. Daar my partner hoef nie daar te weet nie. Because wij kan niemand gehaam nie, behalwe myself, en Allah het my vergewe. So as daar iets is, noodzakelijke iets is, dat ek bijvoorbeeld miskien gaan visit in Polsmoor. Voordat ek my partner ontmoet het, nou het ek miskien een ietsje aangevang toe eend ek op in Polsmoor. En ek soek er vir Allah, miskien het die kriesieplat val in die sjouwe nie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> die kriesieplat moet nooit die sjouwe val in die sjouwe nie. Okay. Daar had jy... Jy gaat gelie, as <laughs> <laughs> <Is> er optrap. <laughs> Hulle sjouwe amoot saam, met daar had jy. Okay. Maar Allah voorkie was al. Amin, salam. Daar had jy, nou sê, moet ek my paard en sê, kiekie, maar ek het so ietsje aangevang en ek het daarop geënt. Ek het een swak naam, maar ek vraag, maaf, moet dit die hoogte dan my nie. Wat as ek ietsje aangevang het, wat ek nie man anders te gehaam het nie, dan moet ek ook in my, why? Because my partner my just throw it in my face. So this is a delicate balance that we need to strike in charge. Of course, yes. Yes, man, I want to say, never lie to each other. Because lies break trust, and trust is the foundation of a strong marriage. And when you've made a mistake, always admit, and humbly seek forgiveness. Say, I was wrong, or I'm sorry, or please forgive me. Is dat nou swaam te sê, man, Allah akbar. Buddha Raji, ek dink die, 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 what is the mark of a man? Hmm. The mark of a man is to say, I was wrong. Yeah. That mood is wrong. So, so indeed, Buddha Raji, uh, you, you know, there's one saying that says, don't marry the person you think you can live with. Yeah. Marry only the individual you think you can't live without. And in that way, as ek dink, ek kan, ek kan recht kom met jou, but ons moet het omdraai sê, ek, ek, ek kan nie recht kom so na jou nie. Mm-hmm. And I think that is perhaps some of the things that we need to look at with our Raji. Yeah. That, 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 that uh, our spouses have become such, it must be the first thing I want to see in the morning and the last thing I want to see at night. You understand? Yes. Because marriage indeed is like a submarine. Yeah. It's only safe if you get all the way inside. But you can't open submarine stand and the edges open and you can't water. So it's safe, only safe if you get all the way inside, meaning you give everything. Go inside into his marriage wholeheartedly. Because love is a flower mm. which turns into a fruit, and that fruit is called marriage. Hey, because being married is the nicest thing that can happen to a person. So follow your heart wherever it may take you, and tell your partner, my heart is with you, and you are my heart. Mm. And this ah. is what marriage is. So one advantage of marriage is that when you fall out of love with him, with your partner, or he falls out of love with you, it ke- at least keeps you together until you fall in love again. 
Because marriage means falling in love over and over, several different times, but with the same person all over again. Ja, natuurlijk moet daar aan je achter een paar jaar, zoals je Brian Gabriel altijd zei, dan is je bampers niet meer zo kwijt, die vinders niet meer zo kwijt, die luchters niet meer zo kwijt, die thuis wel flit al, die red, die hoed, die grillers daar een beetje al hangen. Maar dit liedje, wie dit al op heeft, om mij gebrun wat ik is vandaag. So, how are you Inshallah, there can be a new model come in 2016 model. There is a place for another model in the garage. But look at what you can do to make your own little bit of a and change my tires and noragas and so on. But remember, fall in love over and over again with the same person. Inshallah. Molina, next question here from the number 0018. Assalamu alaikum, Molina and Butaraji. I was married for seven years to my ex. The fasah went through and now still under Idda. He comes to see the kids, but most of the time he's too, uh, he's working on my nerves. Malbadaraji, yeah. uh, I think the line might have been faulty there. It was okay. just a blank. Uh, can you start from the beginning yeah. again, Kanala Bataraji? Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Bataraji. I was married for seven years to my ex. A fasah went through and now still under Idda. He comes to see the kids, but most of the time he's working on my nerves in telling me he wants to remarry. I keep telling him I don't want, I'm not interested in him. And then he tells me it's not that what you want uh, is not what is not what I want. I must do it's what Allah wants. And he wants to be together for the children and he's making a sh- uh, a sh- and he's making a nuisance of himself. Please advise. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. What the sister needs to understand, that perhaps the husband, the ex, is genuinely uh, sorry for what he has done mm. and for what has happened. Perhaps he is genuine. Yeah. Every man deserves a second chance. Every person in this world deserves a second chance. Allah gives so many of us second chances all the time. Uh, Allah gives so many of us a chance to come back, a chance to repent and make tawbah and a chance to make up for what we've lost. So perhaps the sister should uh, approach it with that in mind also. Also, a very important aspect is that he cannot make a statement, it's not what you want, it's what Allah wants. How does he know Allah wants that for he, for them? So he can't make a statement just because he now wants to get back with her, that it's Allah's will that he must get back to her. Mm-hmm. If it was indeed Allah's will, they would never have they would never have broken up in the first time, in yes. the first instance. Yes. So, lose that aspect of it, and don't, don't use that, you shouldn't use that. But also very important, I would suggest that since the lady is not interested in reconciling or making up with, this, with her ex-husband, I would suggest that she tells him in the future, she must remember that the two of them are haram for each other. And if the children are not balik, ya ani mukallaf and also understanding, as you can see, as what she ulul hilm ni, ala dohi ala dohi, the way dream hakarini, or we may see kanas and dohi la haid hakarini, then kandari kanas ni vis, and the akhwa kanamis ni kanivis, uh, uh, maharam fani. And the jongachi kanas as alani mukallaf as and khurud balik kanas as yakanaluki vis maharam for the mamini. So with the result for him to come visit, then there's no maharam around, it is haram. So hence what I would suggest that she tells him, as of now, you can see the children, you can fetch the children and spend quality time where you live with them and then bring them back, drop them very dear and then cut them out. Because for the two of them to be in one, in one room or in one uh, dwelling or in one house, 
it is not advisable because they shared emotions. They even shared a bed. And this is the danger. Because they know each other. They know each other's weaknesses and they know each other's strong points. So so for them to be close together, and, and, uh, it's a dangerous situation. It's uh, nice. What I would suggest that she does, she should tell him, listen, uh, I think that uh, if you want the children, you want to see the children, fine, no problem. It's your children. You have the right to see them. But fetch them on a Saturday morning or a Friday afternoon and bring them back Sunday evening before Maghrib so that they can get ready for school. That way, he cannot make a nuisance, a nuisance of himself, as she has put it, number one. Number two, then the, there is no uh, possibility or opportunity for him then to, to, to bring up the topic. I must take notice that that is your Raji. I must take I must also make a style like. Yeah, I must just praat from terug come to samen. I must also know what a good father and man is. Yeah. You know, I must also not just uh, have neck of your own copy. I must also, I must also can see life and go back to try and see best in it. I see it's not only so best. Maybe can I for back to try and see. So yes, indeed, but Raji, that is my advice to the lady. They tell him that as you can also see, I can see the call Fridays. And I can really weekend spend by you. And then so does Abrangelo Mavitra Christ, inshallah. Gisela Molina, just on the uh, lighter note, we need to go for a commercial break. My wife asked me to pass a lip balm. Instead, I gave her super glue by mistake, <laughs> and she's still not talking to me. <laughs> Stay tuned on Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. <laughs> Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, alhamdulillah. Yes, Molina, just before commercial break, uh, the wife asked me to pass uh, the lip balm, and instead he gave her super glue. By, by mistake, <laughs> as I say, she's not, uh, she's not, she's still not talking to him. <laughs> but alhamdulillah, let's go to our program, Molina. Next question came through here. Um, Assalamu alaikum shukran for this wonderful program. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you good dunya and akhirah inshallah. Amen. I just want to know if my husband break my mother's wudu. Shukran. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim The husband does not break the mother-in-law's wudu. I repeat, the husband does not break the mother-in-law's wudu, nor does the mother-in-law break the husband's wudu. By virtue of having married the mother, the daughter, the mother becomes haram for the for the for the husband or by virtue of marrying the mother the daughter becomes haram for the husband so both ways the husband does not break the wudu and the mother-in-law does not break the wudu according to imam shafi rahimahullah there must be uh, consummation of the marriage in other words uh, the husband must have slept for example if he gets married to the lady and then he must sleep with her meaning the marriage is not consummated Right? Then the mother becomes haram. However, calling Imam Abu, uh, Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, they needs to be what we call halwa to sahiha, where they, they, the two of them, husband and wife, even if they are together for a moment alone, okay? That is what we call halwa to sahiha, even if they are together for a moment alone, uh, then the marriage is regarded as consummated. So those are the two views of the two main uh, uh, marai that are followed in South Africa. Um, there might be other views from other, yani from other marai which we acknowledge, but those are the views of Imam Shafirahimahullah that the marriage must be consummated. Then automatically the mother becomes haram for the for the for the husband, or the father becomes haram for the wife. And 
according to Imam Abu Hanifa, there must be halwa to sahiha, yani, um, there must be that moment alone, then the marriage is regarded as consummated, they don't have to sleep together. So uh, the mother-in-law, I repeat, my, uh, the mother-in-law does not bring a break, the son-in-laws would do, shukran. Uh, same question coming through Molana. Uh, Salam Sheikh, can you clarify my husband is my mahram and your mahram can't break your wudu, but your husband breaks his wife's wudu. Can Sheikh please explain Kanala? Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim I think we did answer yes. this before, that the mahram there is by virtue of marriage and not by virtue of not being able to marry the person. Mahram essentially means that person, which I, uh, the person is not able to marry, the lady is not able to marry, for example, her uncle, she cannot marry her uncle, her brother, she cannot marry her brother, her son, she cannot marry her son. So those people that she cannot marry becomes her mahram, right? But also... Because they, they don't break a wudu, because the, the, the desire cannot be developed for such a person. Yes. So by the same token, the husband on the other hand, um, desire can be developed for the husband if he touches her, or if she touches him. So the wudu breaks, by Imam Shafi rahimahullah, the wudu breaks any strength because remembering the fact that uh, the, the, uh, one of the motivating causes is because the person uh, uh, can develop desire. So the, the, the mahram skap, yeah. the mahram skap of the husband is not based on, on wudu, yeah? Uh, but rather on the, by, 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 by virtue of marriage, yeah? Mm-hmm. He becomes yes. a mahram by virtue of having, be, having married her. Uh, and not uh, 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 unlike the other, the other, the other uh, uh, uncle, brother, etc. That is, they're not being able to be, be married. But because he married her, he, yes. he, he becomes a, a mahram. mahram yeah. In fact, he's the mahram of choice when mm. it comes to husband and wife. The first mahram is the husband. Yes. Shukran, Molana. Next question from Double O One Eight. Assalamu alaikum, Molana. This is the third time we are away, but first time fasakh has been given. He is not allowed to take children with him because he has a protection order against him and a warrant of arrest. And my mom is always at home. Um, uh, I don't quite yeah. understand yeah. the question. Yeah. Let, right. let me just go through. Maybe this uh, uh, regarding the first question that we mentioned earlier, because uh, let me just read it through again. Salam uh, Allah, this is the third time we are away, but first time Fasakh has been given. He is not allowed to take children with him because he has a protection order against him and a warrant of arrest, and my mom is always at home with me. Okay, then, yeah. then I suppose I'm sure my sabr is going to be a Make sabr, inshallah, and then uh, you know, make it clear to him that you have no intention of, uh, or no desire to get back with him. So, uh, yeah, inshallah. Next question. From uh, 6280, I was married for a year. Two children, the youngest one is not mine, but my wife still see the father of the youngest boy. What must I do? Advice, Kanala. It depends what you mean by still see. Mm. If there's a romantic thing going on, clearly it is haram. Clearly she cannot see in that sense. If however they see each other, because of the children, for example, he, he, he brings the maintenance money, or he brings gifts for the children, or, or they discuss the children or the child. It's a different scenario. However, it is in any case totally haram for a married woman to still be friends with her ex, or with any other boys or men for that matter. Mm. Uh, and similarly for a man to have in his f- circle of friends strange ladies that his wife doesn't know about, you understand? So this culture we must get away from. But Araji, sometimes we, we motivate this, and I'm very, very open about this, and I ask the listener's mouth, 
if I am very graphic about this or very to the point. Sometimes the girl, and I've had it many, many times, <laughs> I beg your pardon, I've had it many, many times where the girl says, but the boy is my best friend. My simple question is her, to her, or to any lady that says, the man is my friend. I just put the simple question, offer to sleep with him. Then you will see what he really wants out of you. What suk hai bi haa and what suk sai bi hom? Waarvoor wil hulle mekaar sien? I would actually, if this, if it, I would actually advise that the brother addresses the situation head on. Take the bull by the horns and make it a big issue. Don't make her, don't make her understand and don't let your love ever, don't ever, and I, I, this is my advice to men and women, don't ever let your wife, your love for your spouse overshadow and overcloud your judgment. Yes. If it means that your wife doesn't want to cooperate in terms of severing ties with her ex, then see if I have a form, but I could be happy that Jamie can contact us with Omni other than for the child. Nou kom ek terug en ek sê, waarvoor wil Eva WhatsApp in 1 o'clock in die nacht, of 12 in die nacht, wil Eva WhatsApp ook gaan met my kind? Ek kan ons van die hele dag gevraag het, hoe gaan het met my kind? Also, if there's any communication, it should be an open thing. If he contacts her regarding his children, it should be an open uh, uh, contact, where she shows her husband, kiek is hy, hy het vir my gecontact, uh, waar hy wil wil gaan met my kind. You understand? Yes. So I would suggest that the husband, this, this brother, takes this uh, bull by the horns and addresses it head on, inshallah. Shukran, Mawlana. Next question from 5061. Assalamu alaikum. Me and my husband have been married for three years and has a one-year-old son, but my in-laws doesn't like me at all. The night after we got married, the imam held a meeting between me and my husband and my in-laws and my mother-in-law told me straight to my face that she will never accept me because I come between my husband and his Christian girlfriend who has a four-year-old son with, but he's the one who come to my house asking my mother for my hand in marriage. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, my dear sister. So you always say, I say it, Salam ala al-Nabi. Fabiha wa ni'amad. I say this, you like, on the own it, that's either by a bitter as her, that's either by a hooker as her, what for you like? And that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah like for you. En, jou man lyk vir jou. Hy het vir jou so baie gaan lyk, dat hy gaan trouwen saam met jou. So whether as sy vir jou lyk of hy lyk nie, Allah lyk vir jou, my, my, my geliefste sister in Islam. Moet jy waarie van wie vir jou lyk en wie nie vir jou lyk nie. You just stick to the truth. You stick to the hak. In fact, as jy is op die gak, gaan, gaan die man lyk vir jou nie. As jy is op die gak, gaan, gaan niemand vir jou lyk nie. So my dear sister, you remain who you are. You keep in your, your own personality and your character, you keep that intact. Be a good wife to your husband, and inshallah, Allah will place softness in their hearts. Allah will place softness. Allah is muqallib al-qulub. Allah, Allah is the turner of the hearts. So you ask Allah, and don't worry about the rest. I say, if you like me, what can you do? Dat is imam of een sheikh of een maulana, en die grote, en die grote, soos hy ook zo op die edward sê, en die grote kaap nie. Wat vir haar kan convince om vir jou te lekken nie. So do not worry about it. Do not stress about it. Do not spend your energy, your mental and emotional energy on getting someone to like you. Whether that person likes you or not, you cannot convince that person to like you or make that person like you. It has to come from inside. But there's also another person that likes you very much. And you know who that person is? That is you. As long as you like yourself. As long as you are happy with yourself, as long as you are okay with yourself, say, Ya Allah, 
ground me to be the best Muslim, ground me to have the most beautiful character based on the character of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But if you are reading my sister, man, Allah Taala inshaAllah. Molina, I think we need to go for a uh, commercial break. No, no, no. Okay. Another question came through. Let me just uh, scroll through the screen here, Molina. Um, salam uh, from double um, Let me just go quickly down here, Molina, inshallah. Let's just have some patience here. Salam, there is a family member that is leading the life of a gay person. She lives with a woman and her friends are all leading the same lives and some of them are gays that came out of the closet. The thing is that it seems to be an accepted thing as they are all over the place. They are 30. They, uh, they of them are gays that came out of the closet. The thing is that it seems to be an accepted thing as they are all over the place. It's, it's a repeated uh, message. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, so dear sister Chahasi, from, ra- from Rahmat, mm-hmm. What the Ahmad is, yeah, or vice versa, of lesbians and other world, lesbians and gays. Let us say, but a Raji Bismillah Rahman Rahim, Islam has never and will never entertain gays or homosexuality. It is haram, period. Nations were destroyed because of this. So we shouldn't have this false idea that in that Allah Ma'angat with the open mosque and that Allah Ma'angat with what the West say. Bottom line is that homosexuality and lesbianism is haram in Islam, period. Whether it's like or like right? Also, uh, very, very important, a gay person or a homosexual person, and we must, I need listeners to be very careful, listen very carefully to what I say. I am by no means and in no way whatsoever or for any stretch of the imagination, am I condoning or talking good, talking it, or supporting it, or advising it, or motivating it, or encouraging it? I don't, I, I cannot do that, will not do that, and Allah save me, inshallah. However, the other side of the coin is that even if the person is a gay person, or a homosexual person, the person is still a Muslim. We therefore have no right to cut ties with the person. We can keep our distance, but now I'm saying this also, Bataraji. Ons het mens in ons familie wat daar ook is, ons het drakies in ons familie, ons het prostituut in ons familie, ons het, ons het kom, anders moet de zone in ons familie. But as ons het die by die gay persoon, dan wil ons ons maar die persoon kruis ook maak, of, of kafir ook maak, maar af. This is not right. The person may be a gay person, and that is a sin, and it will forever remain a sin in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in the Muslim community, and we mustn't be shy to say, in the Muslim community, you will never be accepted for what you do. But so too, we must treat the other sinners in the same way as well. We must treat the killers, the gangsters, the drug dealers, the drug addicts, we must treat them. all sinners must be treated in the same way, if that is how a sinner should be treated. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that we should never cut ties because why the person is still a Muslim. He has not left his iman and his faith. And this is very important. But it can never be accepted, will never be accepted. And yes, we can keep our distance and should keep our distance. Why? Because why it is, it is this kufr ways that is seeping into our communities that's starting to corrupt our communities in the core. 
we've got gay and lesbianisms, and we've got homosexuality, we've got the, 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 the evil of drugs, we've got the evil of shiism, we've got the evil of so many evils that's creeping into this community, and we, we, when we're going to start accepting it, that's where we're going to fall down the valley or down the, down the mountain. So may Allah guide and protect us, inshallah. Amen. And we should never stop giving da'wah to that gay person. Give Amen. da'wah and continue to give da'wah, inshallah. Inshallah. Shukran for that, Molina. Our final and last question. I want to thank uh, to all our listeners sending now uh, the questions. Through. Unfortunately, we cannot answer all the questions, Molina, but leave it for next week, inshallah. Inshallah. And once again, I want to say shukran, Molina, for taking time out. Uh, to speaking to the listeners regarding the negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage. And uh, shukran, Molina. Assalamu alaikum. Oh, that was the last question. Yes, Molina. Okay, we're with Araji. Indeed, shukran for the listeners. And I just want to, before we end with Araji, the other night I was in a supermarket, you know, in, in, in a convenience store, and this lady comes up to me, and she asked if I, she, for you know, she, she apologized for being so uh, bold and, and, and approaching me in the road. But uh, she just wants to know if I'm Molina. Somebody says, it is, I am. And I present the program. And she, I said, yes, I do. And then she thanked me. She said, Molina, I want to thank you. And the uh, voice of the kid, but she said for the program, because because of your program, this is what she said, because mm-hmm. of your program, and listening to you every week, my husband and I have become more joyful. Uh, we have a better marriage, um, and in fact, our marriage was saved from being ruined. And she says her children are more happy, and she says her children are more joyful children, and the family because of this particular program. So indeed, listeners, if this is, alhamdulillah, the results, then I thank Allah who used me as a tool and as an instrument to, to bring change and to bring joy and, and, and happiness into other people's marriages, inshallah. From myself, Taraji, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was Molana Sabri Davis with the Imam of Majlithan in Rocklands in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. And from myself, Raji Davazi, and of course our technician, Faldi Fandalili. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.